Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Today's name is a name that it fills us up with trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we really, really need this name nowadays where unfortunately our trust in Allah has become so weak. The name today is the name of Allah, Al-Razzaq. Such a beautiful, beautiful name. The name of Al-Razzaq, the provider, the ultimate provider. And, you know, the word Razzaq comes from the root word Razzaqa, which means to provide a portion. Rizq basically means a small portion of something. And so through this beautiful name, Allah is telling us that every single one of us, Allah has already set aside a portion of provision that we will get in our lives. Such a beautiful name. And you know, in the Arabic language, there's two ways of saying the provider. There's a raziq and there's a razaq. Now, Allah does not use the word a raziq in the Quran. You know why? Because a raziq is used for someone who gives sometimes, sometimes he doesn't give. However, the word al-razzaq, which we find in the Quran over and over again, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala emphasizes that Allah gives rizq to everybody and everyone and everything. Allah is guaranteeing that every single creature of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the face of this earth, whether it's human beings, whether it's animals, whether it's insects, every single thing that Allah has created, Allah has also guaranteed its provision. And we all know from the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ that our rizq is actually written when we are in the wombs of our mothers. SubhanAllah, just think about that. You know, all this wealth that people are running after and businesses and, you know, whatever money you'll be saving in your lifetime, all of it is already pre-written. Written when you were in the womb of your mother. So, whether you, you know, become a millionaire or whether you spend your life struggling, to make a couple of dollars and, and living a poor lifestyle is already written for you. But the idea here is sometimes when we are not satisfied with what we have, we end up doing wrong things. We end up earning haram income. We end up stealing. We end up cheating just to try to make an extra buck. But the reality of the matter is that attempt to make an extra buck or that attempt to make more money out of by doing wrong things is not making you more money. Had you been a bit more patient, you would have earned exactly what you uh, were predestined to earn. So, you know, stealing or doing wrong things or earning haram income does not increase your wealth. It doesn't give you extra income. You will earn exactly what you have been provided by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, whether you earn it through haram means or halal means. The only difference is in the halal means, you will inshallah be rewarded for that and you might have to be a bit patient for that. However, when you do it in doing the, using the haram methods, then of course there's, there's the punishment and the, you know, the bad deeds that will be recorded for your uh, steps. So, for all of you who are worried out there, you know, we need to stop worrying about our risk. If you are someone who is worried about your salary being too low, you're someone who's worried about how your business is going to grow. You're someone who's worried about getting a job, about you know getting uh, the, the right degree to get into the right job or the right career. You don't need to worry that much. You know, stop worrying. If Allah has guaranteed provision for every single thing that He has created, then you are also included. And Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has, by the way, you know, raised us as human beings in the highest status of all of His creation. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala calls us Ashrafil Makhluqat. Allah has created us the best of His creation. So what, what are you worried about? Just like Allah has guaranteed 
the risk to the bird that's flying. Just like, like Allah has guaranteed the risk to the, the small ant that's basically, you know, uh, struggling to get its food every day. Allah has also guaranteed the risk to you. And so, with this beautiful name, Ar-Razaq, come three things that I want you to remember. Number one, avoid haram income, brothers and sisters. Number two, do not beg. Do not beg people for, you know, uh, helping you out. Because Allah is there. Allah is saying, ask me, ask me by this beautiful name, Ar-Razaq, and I will give you. So we don't need to you know, disgrace ourselves and humiliate ourselves in front of people. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to humiliate ourselves humiliate ourself in front of Him. We are the slaves of Ar-Razaq. Ask yourself, do you accept to be the slave of your provider? Do you, expect, do you accept to be the slave of Ar-Razaq? Just like you're Abdullah, you're supposed to be Abdul razaq the one who has guaranteed provision for you. And the third thing you got to remember, so again, to refresh, avoid haram. Number two, do not humiliate yourself and beg in front of others. Number three, work hard. Work hard, put the effort in. And you know, we have the inspiration of Hajar, when she wanted a little bit of water for her son Ismail. She worked hard. She went from one mount to another seven times. And we, for those of you who've been through Umrah or Hajj, you guys know this is not, a, it's not an easy walk. It's a, it's a pretty long walk. But she struggled. She struggled until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed her with her risk. And then when the risk came, it came in abundance. It wasn't just a couple of drops of water. And what's amazing about this act, action that Hajar she took, right? This act of seeking provision and working hard, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it as a form of ibadah for us. So he linked that hard work with ibadah today. Why? To show us that your hard work is actually an act of ibadah that you, uh, and an act of worship that you do to inshallah earn your rizq the halal way. So let us think about all the risks that Allah has provided us. You know, sometimes people think that risk is only limited to money and your bank account, or it's only limited to you know your cars or your house. No, no, that's not true. Risk also means your parents. Your parents are a form of risk from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Your children, your friends, all the contacts you have on your phone, these are all some sorts of risks that Allah has given you. Even your talent. Allah has blessed every single one of us with some talent, some gift, some uh, something special about us that we, you know, that makes us really unique, and that is risk from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Sometimes you get a nice idea and you start up a business with that idea. Guess what? That idea that you got, that's also from the risk of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. And just like we have physical risks, we also have spiritual risks. And some of that, those things are things like Allah guiding you to wake up in the middle of the night to pray two rak'ah. That is risk from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Whenever you raise your hands to make du'a for Allah, that's rizq, that's provision from Allah subhanahu wa for you. When Allah blesses you to read Qur'an with some khushu', with some deep understanding of an ayah, that is rizq from Allah subhanahu wa Every single time you stand up in prayers and, and shed a few tears, that is rizq. Those tears are rizq of Allah for you. And you will see them on the Day of Judgment. Increase your scales, inshallah. And so one more thing that we need to understand about this name al-Razaq, is that we need to have this internal state of mind where we are um, content with what we have. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to be people who strive for goodness, strive for a better lifestyle, but at the same time be content with what Allah has provided for you. Stop being someone who complains. And by the way, we say Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen in our salat every single time we recite Fatiha. 
We're saying that statement 17 times every single day to remind ourselves that we need to be people who are thankful, who are grateful, people who are content, people who are satisfied with the blessings and the provision that Allah has given us. So let's stop complaining about our current situation. Aim for a better lifestyle. Aim for, you know, have a vision, have a plan to build your career and advance in your businesses and in your job. But at the same time, be content with what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you. I'm reminded of this, the story of Umar when he, you know, hired someone to look after his, his uh, horse. And, you know, he went to pray in the masjid. When he came out, the man who was hired was gone and the saddle of the horse was gone. And this man was actually selling this saddle in the marketplace. And so when the Sahaba went to inquire about this man, they found out how much he was willing to sell this for. And when they informed this uh, to Umar he said, SubhanAllah, had this man waited just a little bit more, I was willing to give him the same amount as a reward for his service. But he rushed. He rushed to get the same amount he was going to get had he waited patient the halal way. I'm also reminded of another true story that happened to my own family. You know, we, went, we were in Pakistan for one of our family wedding. And so, you know, I have a lot of, mashallah, nieces and nephews. And they really wanted to ride what we call the tanga. It's basically like a horse that, is, uh, that pulls a carriage. And so we were looking everywhere across Pakistan. You know, these things were common back in the days when transportation was limited. But nowadays it's very rare. And so in one of the cities we were visiting, we finally saw a man who basically uh, provided this as a need of transportation. And so we stopped him and we put all our kids there. And this guy knew that we were tourists. He knew that we were, you know, people who would be paying a lot of money for this kind of service. And so after his service was done, my cousin took out his wallet to give him his earnings. And we asked him, so how much, how much for this, you know, uh, this ride? And he said, don't worry about it. Alhamdulillah, I have made enough money for my family for today. So I, I don't need, I don't need extra money. SubhanAllah. So this is a man who we saw was living by the name of Razak. He was going out every single day with full certainty that Allah will provide. And then when he had enough to bring food to the table for his family, he went back home. SubhanAllah, such a beautiful uh, you know, example of someone who lives by this name, Allah, uh, Al-Razzaq. And you know, sometimes shaitan comes to us, makes us believe that, you know what, uh, Allah is unfair. How come some people are poor, some people are rich? What we really need to understand is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, is uh, there's this wisdom that you know he uh, has and there's a plan that Allah has for every one of us and every single one of us is tested in different ways so for someone who's basically basically suffering or not really making ends meet with his limited income that's a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we all know the story of Qarun and how he was tested with his wealth and he failed the test and Allah then eventually destroyed his wealth because he was someone who after gaining wealth uh, was ungrateful. He was someone who did not, you know, associate these provisions with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So how do we live by this beautiful name? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, spend from what I have provided for you. And so every single thing that Allah has provided you, whether it's money, whether it's talent, whether it's, you know, your, your connections, whether it's your mind, whether it's any skill that Allah has given you, spend it in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Be a means of helping someone in your family who needs financial support. Be that means of, a, of someone who provides the risk on behalf of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah maybe has put you in a position to help others. So you be that means of being, a, uh, you know, uh, the raziq for someone who needs help, especially family members. You know, it's very easy for us to help strangers on the street. 
But when it comes to family members, people who are close relatives, those are a priority. So let us, inshallah, live by this beautiful name of Razak. Let us remember to be content in our hearts with what Allah has provided. And let us be people who have full certainty that Allah has taken care of us, Allah has gotten us, and He, inshallah, will always be taking care of us until the day we die. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.